We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome to Light Years. Andy Lou, win of the season to date? Wins of the season, right? Best stretch of the season. It does feel like the best stretch. Warriors win 115 91 over the Clippers. Um, and we got news that Steph Curry is, um, is aiming to play Sunday against the, Clip, uh, against the Lakers, which means one more game until he's back. Wiggins, hopefully, shortly after. Which is all positive, but I want to I want to talk about this game because the vibes feel back to me. If there is anything that I can take out of this game, you watch that third quarter and it feels like you're watching the Warriors of 2014-15 last season, right? You see Steph laughing around, jumping on the bench. You see Jordan Poole pull a Steph third quarter there. That's mm-hmm. exactly what it feels like. It feels like the vibes are back. Like not just that the team played well tonight. Feels like they're finally moving towards the actual Warriors. They didn't win this game, make it 45 threes, Sam. They won no. this game playing like the Warriors, playing great defense, moving the ball, and then exploding and shutting them out. That's how the Warriors play. That's how they win. That, yeah, honestly, they couldn't hit a shot in the first half. It was frustrating. I think it was three for 22 from three. But I felt really good about the way they played in the first half. I'm like, if they defend like this, they get Steph and Wiggins back, they're fine. You know, uh, they just weren't hitting shots. And like on some level, you know, a lot of Tony Lamb, a lot of, a lot of guys who aren't number 30 and number 22 out there shooting the ball. Uh, but in Warrior fashion, they stayed locked in defensively. And in the third quarter, my man, Third quarter felt like vintage Warriors run there. Jordan Poole, whew, 22 points there. I mean, I saw you uh, retweeted someone who said his shooting is volatile, and that is a very accurate way to discuss him. The- <laughs> um, I I feel like I've sat here this whole season talking about Jordan Poole like he's a player that I, that I have disliked watching this season. I'll be honest. I have, I have, but you know what? Tonight that felt exactly what, like what Steph Curry does. It did. And outside of just the shooting, cause I know you're going to talk about it. Does he not have elite defensive instincts chasing the ball? Now one-on-one we can argue pretty poor, right? But if you put him in the passing lanes, it's kind of like Steph where Steph once led the league in steals. Like he just has great hands, 
right? That's how Jordan Poole feels like defensively. And he did change the game with that play uh, where he just took the ball from Russ, makes a three, gets the ball back, makes another one. You're just like, I mean, that's that's peak stuff, man. That's peak Warriors. Third, I mean, that's it was special. Yeah, and, and I feel like in some ways we're bearing the lead here. Like, Draymond, <laughs> just a phenomenal game the whole way through it. It really does start with him. When he gets the team locked in defense, I mean, they're without their best wing defender against a team who supposedly has the two best wings in the NBA. Oh, like combo. that was. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you would think if there's a game you want Wiggins, it's against uh, it's against Kawhi and PG, right? And you're without Steph. Um but Draymond, man, he can still get to a certain level on defense that very few players can. He had his whole team defending. I was uh, – it was just – it's peak. It feels like they know the playoffs are around the corner, and it feels like they know they're going to have a decent enough seed. Like, for as terrible as this season's been, it doesn't matter. Everyone else was mediocre too. They're going to be fine. Four seed, five seed, six seed. Um they're right. You know, they might even get up to the three seed. Who knows? You know, but they're they're going to be able to be comfortably in the playoffs if they continue playing like this. They don't have to worry about the plan or anything. Um, I was playing Russell Westbrook, number one. It helped that. <laughs> so Draymond walked into this defensive game plan, and I tell you what, like he probably sat there with Steve and said, "Yeah, we've done this before. Let's do it again." Right. Um, it also doesn't hurt that Sam. Can I be honest with you? Paul George isn't that good. He's very – is he better than Andrew Wiggins? Like, is, yes. is he – I don't – that is a – maybe. But I mean, he, he had a terrible game tonight. I'm not going not gonna to deny that one. He was – He doesn't uh, get to the hole. He settles a lot for nah, – now, again, he's, like that's – He's all jump. He's all, all jump. jump. Now, again, yeah. that's kind of like Andrew Wiggins. But Andrew Wiggins was still really athletic. Paul George is not athletic anymore. And he's – it's not like he's a – I'm going to go through your chest like Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is still very good. He was exhausted sure. tonight. You could tell he was tired. He gassed out in the third. But I don't know how you're winning a championship with Paul George as your two anymore, especially if he's if if he's the second guy that has to initiate because Kawhi's not Steph. Like, you can win with Paul George as your two if you've got Steph on offense, but, man, that Clippers roster construction is hilarious. It's hilarious. I don't want I don't want to get too into it, but – Oh, I do. <laughs> it, his bones highland on the team. I just – I don't get it. Great job by the Warriors putting together a game like a playoff game plan. You just talked about that was that was really really special. I mean, let's talk Clippers for a second here. It's just like I I I have no clue why you would get Russell Westbrook. Apparently, PG wanted him. So, so? like like literally do your job. It hasn't worked in five stops in a row. It's not going to work for you. You know, like that Arrested Development meme where it's like, did it work for them? Uh, but it might for us. Like, no, it's it's not going to work for you. He can't shoot. He dominates the ball. Um, it's it is who he is at this stage of his career. He he shouldn't be the starting point guard of a team with serious aspirations. On top of that, I just like I don't get their rotations half the time. Terrence Mann should be playing yes the most minutes because he's actually an athletic wing with enough IQ who just makes. Hustle plays that they need for you know kind of an older roster. He gets buried. Um, Eric Gordon, like cool. You, you're just picking up guys who want to shoot the ball. Like if if I was building a roster around Kawhi and PG, I'd want guys who want to move the ball like Batum, just to yeah. you know get Kawhi as many shots as possible, get Paul George more shots, even though he shot terrible tonight. Instead, it's just like it, it feels like a 2K roster where it's like, oh, I can get him. Let's do it. You know, and it's just like. I mean, 
I haven't said this, but it's just like you reshaped half of your rotation at the deadline for no reason. Why? Like, do you think? Do you think they in twenty? Yeah. Do you think in twenty games you're going to be able to figure that out? I don't know. It just they feel friend of the show. Dave Dufour had a comment which I really liked, and I'm going to throw it up there real quick right now and read it. Read it out loud to you. He says. The Clippers look like they practice on Zoom. So it's, it's, it's about right. They, no continuity, no camaraderie, no chemistry. Like you could not be more the opposite of the Warriors. The Warriors, it, it, you know, felt like a team high fiving each other, good vibes, you know, joy, all the things that like you know, all like the cliches Steve talks about. The Clippers look like a bunch of dudes who work remotely, who've never hung out with each other, who don't care about each other in any way. Can, can I gas up Steve Kerr here to, to go to take your point away too about mm-hmm. that is, I mean, isn't that what the Warriors, isn't that why they're not going to get a buyout guy? Like part of it is like, yeah, they might need a guy, but you know what? The continuity of having Ty Jerome out there of having Anthony Lamb, just so you know what they're going to do. Big Tony. Right. Jermichael Green wasn't good tonight, but it's just more of the things like, hey, they at least have played on this team for 60 games. So you can just throw them out there on and, and on any given Thursday night, they are going to win just because they have continuity on the floor. Now, and they got, and they got the GP, season, but yeah, they got GP two um, seamless. You know, a large part of the the calculus there is like we're only going to have a handful of games to, and and it really like maybe just two because uh, of his injury. We're only going to have a few games to insert him. Let's get someone we know knows exactly how to play our way. Easy to go. Yeah, I. It's. You know, Steve is a long-term guy. It uh-huh. feels like the Warriors are getting to the point where they maybe have figured out the long-term play of the season. They may have cut it close this year. Now they're, yeah. what, 33 and 30, but Steph's back on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I want to talk more Jordan Poole, but let's get to this uh, Super Chat real quick. Um, you, you were alluding to this, but Eugene says, these funky zone defenses help this squad lock in. I noticed this in in the uh, the Portland game with the box and one. Feels like they're finally locking into what they were doing last year, which was mixing up defensive coverages and coming with really game-specific game plans, which is something they hadn't done for the first no. two-thirds of the seasons. And I, I, if I had to guess, I bet it's because Steve's like, I don't want to show my hand. Plus, a lot of these guys need to get caught up on the basics before I give them anything exotic. That's just my guess, you know. Like he's trying to I mean, teach Kuminga. Sense. He's trying to teach Kuminga the basics of how they defend. Lamb, those guys, the basics. He he, he doesn't have a uh, Otto Porter and GP two and guys who are a little more acclimated to the NBA and everything. So it, it makes sense. But now we're you know six weeks away from the playoffs. It's time. It's time to get serious. That's that, that's really what it feels like. It feels like. March 1st, they flipped a switch. Yeah, and, and they don't have an option to do anything else. Like, at some point, you are got to say, like, they got to learn the basics. They're not. So you're 60 games deep. They don't learn the basics. So just throw some at them and see if they can see if they can figure that out. And so far, it's working. Um, I, I The Clippers missed a lot of threes tonight. They missed a lot of threes tonight. Yeah, so, did the I, so did the Warriors. But mm-hmm. what I do like about what this team is doing is they're willing to change shit up. Because a lot of it is rhythm, right? A lot of mm-hmm. basketball sports is just rhythm. And at the all-star break, we talked about go back and, and Hey, fire the tape, fire, you know, put the tape up. Like we talked about one of the things that we would like to see is creativity, especially schematically on defense. And they, they don't have enough point of attack guys. So just throw some shit out there and see what's going to happen. If you can't play man to man and um, pretty, pretty cool to watch 
uh, right now with this team. Also, I think Dante DiVincenzo is is one of the under uh, not on this pot. He's not an underrated MVP, but dude, he is. Uh, he's not GP. He's not GP two on defense, but he's incredible on offense, and he is seventy five percent. He's a good defender. As GP two. He's a good defender. GP just is one of the three or four best like point of attack defenders yeah. in the league. And there's Dante's no shame. Like top twenty or so. They put dude yeah. like forty plus he's percent a- from three. Like. Whew. Yeah, I mean, he's been an excellent signing. I, I felt good about him coming in, and he's lived up the entire way. He shot better than I than I thought yeah. he would. I was thinking 37, 38%. I mean, 42 or whatever is just ridiculous. I knew he could I knew he could rebound. I knew he'd do the extra pass and the dirty work stuff. So I was just like, let's just get that shot back to 37, 38, and we're good. Um, exceeded expectations. I'm sure he's going to make himself a lot of money in the offseason. Good for him. 15, um, 16. More than anything, like he's going to be playing 20 minutes a game in the playoffs because I don't know how many minutes they're going to get out of GP2 right now. It's too early to tell, but you know, more good players, the better. No, no, no. Can I just can I just imagine a GP2 Dante Wiggins Draymond like Steph? Like, yeah, yeah like five man lineup. Mm-hmm. Can you just let me imagine that? All right. So just I'm assuming GP2 is going to be fully healthy with about five. I mean, games he's gonna play to go right. the season. So my thought is so it's like one of the things uh people complain about it's like why does anthony lamb play so much and i get it like he's kind of a filler for a stretch four right and in theory that was what Otto did last year uh and a significantly superior player i kind of feel like wiggins is going to play that like hybrid stretch four because they got so much guard depth they might go with a lot of like steph dante clay wiggins with draymond or looney at the center stuff like that um and I'm not really sure that there's a lot of teams that can punish that because no one really plays two bigs anyway. I was just gonna say, like, who, who? What did you? We watched the Clippers tonight. Did we see who was playing? I mean, they for played them? Paul, Kawhi. I mean, yeah. He's a load, but you're gonna have Wiggins guard him if he was at the three anyway. So. <laughs> like, well, like Draymond did a great job on him. But you look sure. at the Phoenix Suns, right? Who would probably like DeAndre Ayton's at the five, right? Yeah, KD's KD. at the four. Um, Another guy you'd probably have Wiggins guard anyway. Memphis, they they played Stephen Adams off. Like Stephen Adams didn't start to start that series, right? Like that's the series they know very well. Like Jokic is the one. Like Jokic is the one. Giannis is the one. But you know those are the two two of the top five best players in the NBA. Like you are gonna have to worry about those guys regardless. But other than that, there are no secondary or ancillary big guys that you really worry about against this team. Uh, and more than anything, there aren't a lot of teams who play two bigs that you have to worry about. I, it kind of really is only Milwaukee. Detroit? <laughs> Detroit? 0-5, oh, but they're smiling. No, no, um, I couldn't help it. Dude. I couldn't yeah, I mean, I, it's true, though. There's no, there's no one they're playing in the playoffs who play two bigs outside of Milwaukee with consistency. And, like, Giannis and Brooke, okay, that's going to be a problem. But if you get to the finals, uh, you know – everything's going to be a problem in the final. Any team you play in the finals can be yeah, a problem yeah. in some way. We'll worry other, about that then. Other than that, like just going through the West, I, I guess Memphis with Jaron, but I feel like they'll just end up going small against the Warriors because the minute the Warriors put Draymond at five, they're going to take Steven Adams off the floor. Um, Kings play one big and just wings. It's like Keegan and Harrison Barnes at the four. Those are guys Wiggins. Be, yeah. But those are like, those are the, the, the exact type of guys Wiggins should be guarding anyway. All I'm saying is, like, you go down the list, everyone's four-man is basically a traditional three-man, right? Do you know how good the vibes are with Warriors fans right now, Sam? I just got three texts from three separate people asking me, should the Warriors tank to sixth? Just just <laughs> get to sixth. 
don't get to five, avoid KD, go play some mm. bonus in Fox. And I'm sitting here like, weren't we, weren't we just talking about Wembenyama like a week and a half ago? This, 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 <laughs> I, I got to love it. I love Warriors fans. I, lo- I love the listeners. I love, I love the Warriors. It's great. It's an awesome time. And just to answer the question, too early. <laughs> too, at this point, like, you think? Yeah. It, you think? Let's last five games of the season, if you've taken care of what you need to, that's when, you know, Steph can sit with a you know sore toe or something like that sort of you know Steph and Poole sits it but whatever I, I'm not you, really cons- you also don't tempt the basketball gods by tanking that's true oh so no, you're you're you don't big do. on oh I am I am you don't you don't you don't play with the you don't play with the with karma with the basketball like you, you're gonna get I that mean, back to you I can't I can't I, 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 I can't, also I can't disagree with the principle yeah. I, I gotta respect it Solomon's text says I was losing face with the with the dubs, but I'm not going to lie. Tonight, they really showed me that they can make another run. Fantastic third quarter defensively. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know who we haven't talked about? Mm. Clay Thompson. Mm. I feel like we've done this so many times, but I am just in awe of how good he is the last two months off of the injuries. And it's not just shooting. I mean, he had 11 rebounds tonight, which is, I think, a career high for him. He career had – he's making plays for other players. Like, Clay's – he's – I don't think he gets enough credit nationally for the gamer he is. Like, a lot of people love to do the, oh, he's not as complete as these other guys, the system player. I'm like – 
I've seen this guy in the biggest games for a decade show up in ways that players who get ranked above him never do. Uh, and last year I was, I waffled a little bit when I saw him post injury. I was like, yeah, he looks fine, but like he's never coming back. Uh, and I kind of regret taking that perspective because I think I shortchanged who he is as a person. Like he's, he's, he wasn't comfortable. He wasn't going to just come back and be Danny green. He's like, no, nah, I'm going, I'm not going to stop working until I'm back to who I was beforehand. And like, he doesn't move the same defensively, but offensively you could argue he's better than he was at 19. Uh, uh, my favorite play of this game outside of the Jordan pool, outside of every Jordan pool play, which uh, was amazing was mm-hmm. Draymond getting the rebound sprinting up the court 100 miles per hour this is in the mm-hmm. third quarter and you can see Clay kind of jogging in the background and, and and Draymond's already kind of halfway between the three-point line and the half-court line and you automatically know he's hunting Clay he's absolutely hunting we've, Clay. we've seen this play so a million times. times Clay yeah. gets it goes up money and you're just like I, one day they're gonna retire Sam I'm gonna cry and and just those plays right there, it's just. <sighs> I just can't imagine wanting to move on from them before you have to. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah, that's kind of no, that's yeah. kind of where I'm at. Um, I want to talk about two other players tonight. Um, bench players who uh, we haven't talked about: Jonathan Kuminga, hmm. um, another really good second half for him. I thought he made a big impact when they went on a run. Uh, 19 points following his 18-point performance, seven rebounds. That's the stat that really excites me with him. Uh, It feels like he's too athletic and too physical to not be a 5-10 to rebound-a-game guy. And there's too many of those two-rebound games for him, For given how talented he is. Um, It feels like he's really starting to come around a little bit and understand his role, particularly with cutting off ball and playing with force. Uh. The Warriors need Andrew Wiggins back, but tonight you watch Jonathan Kaminga and you're like, yeah, I'm watching him. It's what Andrew Wiggins looks like on a nightly basis. Now, Kaminga doesn't do that every night, but he doesn't do that every other night, right? He can't, not, shoot, he can't shoot it like him. Of course, right? But tonight, Kaminga made threes, so, that, so it's not consistent like that, mm-hmm. but you can kind of see where the Warriors want him to be, and... and Kaminga's handle's also getting better. Can I, can I like, say that? Yeah. Like, he makes bad decisions. Because he'll, he'll get it's trapped wrong. and he'll, he'll yeah, throw it away, yeah, right? You see one or it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, but the handles, you know, I, it's I've improving. Clay's handle getting be- like get better. Clay's handle has gotten a lot better through the years, but you know he's been in the league for two decades sure. almost. Sure, um, you can see Kaminga getting there now. I think that's pretty cool to see his handle get better because that that's his ceiling, right? To get him to, to me, get- to me, that's the key for him because I think the big difference between him and Wiggins is, I just think he's more aggressive by nature. I think he's a guy who, if he hits his ceiling will be a eight, nine, 10 free throw attempt to game guy. You know, like he just, he's that type of guy who likes to assert his will. Wiggins a little more of a jump shooter. To be fair, he's a really good jump Way shooter. Better jump shooter. Yeah, but it's like, I, I just think shooter. it's, yeah. I think it's a mindset thing. I just think Wiggins is, you know, he wants to get to the mid range when he can. He's become really good at threes. He's just a shooter by, by mentality. And then he uses athleticism every now and then to get us out of our seats. If, if the Warriors can get, I mean, those two guys, I mean, you get Wiggins and Kaminga as your two, two way wings on the. On yeah. The I mean, wing, it's like, you know I mean, on, it, on, in theory, it's the perfect combo at three, four next to Draymond at five, whether they're ready to play those roles. And I'm mostly talking about Kuminga. Kuminga right? Um, yeah. Cause like Wiggins is prime. Uh, he just needs to get back and, and shake off roster. Yeah. 
Um, I, I, I see it. And I, and I, that's why I always kind of like Kuminga as a prospect. It was just a question to me. It's like, is it going to take him five, six years? He's, a, he's ahead of schedule as far as I'm concerned. You think so? I, I disagree with that one. I don't know. Year two, age 20. I thought he was just based off what I saw in the G league before they drafted him. He seemed like the type of guy who's going to be a three to four year player before it turns to winning impact. I'm not saying he's a big time winning impact guy, but he reminds me a lot of Jalen Brown uh, in the early years before he obviously turned into an all-star where he was kind of the, the extra guy around Gordon Hayward and Kyrie and Tatum. And like, you knew he had the talent, but he wasn't, using he wasn't kind of featured that same way i feel like yeah. that's kind of how he is yeah i i do i think you know if he had the year that jordan Poole had just just playing like it'd be better for him and you could say the same for wiseman and moody sure. too but, but you know it feels like kaminga's uh kaminga's got more ceiling. potential so yeah, yeah. so i they would help him but you know playing on a winning team being forced to i think learn winning habits i think is probably going to be better for him long term i mean i'm sure that's what steve is saying i'm 100 sure that's what he's saying so that's what andre says too um andre's pretty smart where is he doing is he gonna play is, he'll be <laughs> back sunday i guarantee you he'll be back sunday he'll be back sunday over under he even tries to dunk it in the regular season again well isn't that isn't that why he's been out isn't it because Bro, of I, dunk? that <laughs> i remember watching that in real time on playback and by the way you guys should watch games in the light years room on playback um his eyes popped out of his head like the old man, like, oh, something just tightened up. It was like if it didn't just kind of like depress me because I was like, well, he's going to be gone for a while. It was maybe the funniest thing I'd seen. Um, you called it. I mean, I, a lot of people did too, but you know, hopefully he's <laughs> healthy. He's running around. He's joking around. So hopefully he'll be back when Steph. Yeah, he's doing back. the Bob Myers workout, running lines. <laughs> Boy, uh, funny team. Um, one other thing on Kuminga, I feel like I see people throw around how Kuminga can be the next Kawhi all the time. Um, and I just like, I just don't see it in terms of style of play. I feel like if Kuminga hits a ceiling, he's somewhere in the Jalen Brown or Jimmy Butler type of wing, like a little more of a physical slasher than a guy who just lives on his jumper and in the mid-range. Because Kawhi is essentially just like a super muscular KD in terms of shot selection. Like he can, he'll bump you and hit it every time. Whereas like those guys are like, I'm getting to the rim. I'm either going to get you jumping in the air, get some free throws, or I'm going to dunk on you, that sort of stuff. I just, I just think it's a different, he's a different type of player than Kawhi. I don't even, you know, Irrespective of the fact Kawhi's top seventy-five all time, I I think top seventy-five. Yeah, I would I would think he's higher than that, but he's got a weird. I mean, he made the top seventy-five. Resume. Yeah, he's yeah. A weird, what what number was he? They don't they don't give numbers. They're just like these guys are top seventy-five. Uh, yeah, fuck them. Um, and I didn't feel like trying to like feel feels like a forty-seven, forty-eight. To yeah, like Kaminga's Kuming, got a weird comp because the Butler stuff is he's just so much bigger, and I get the play style. It's it's an mm. interesting one. So. Um, I wish he'd play more. I mean, I was even complaining that I wish he'd play more than Lamb in the first half, right? So I always wish he'd play more, especially on nights like this where he's playing pretty well. Um, that 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 off-ball block that he had on Russell Westbrook was just – I mean, he has one of those every other game. I mean, it's unbelievable. The kid is – somebody in the chat just said he's 20 years old. I always forget he's 20 years old. Yeah. Ooh. That's why. That's why you don't trade him for Ananobi, right? I guess that's why you don't do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ananobi looks terrible, by the way. Uh, since since the trade deadline, everyone Toronto also 
all-time bad vibes team right now. Yeah. I yeah. can't quite figure out why, but they they seem like they're mis- they they seem like they're ready for for the offseason already. I mean, guys probably like they Van Vliet's gonna be gone, right? They should have traded him. Anyway, we're not here to talk Toronto, but I'm with you on that. That's a weird team. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. We got a couple goons. Gonna bring on. Should we bring them on? Uh, let's roll. Let's get to the goons. Got my, got Ty. What's up, man? Oh, what's up, oh, man? Great fucking win. Like, I, I've been pondering for a while whether this is like the biggest win of the season. Momentum-wise, like, we, we secured the five seed for however, like, couple seconds that it is. But, you know, first time, three games over 500, and you got so many guys playing well. I don't want to speak – like, I don't want to jinx it, but Poole, the last couple games, has has looked a little bit more under control, which is good. Um, me, because, and you were, me and you were going off in the playback room. That yeah. that third quarter was – Yeah, that third quarter. It was just, oh, my man, God. That shit, crazy. that shit was crazy. And it's interesting because we need – like, that's one of the, like, frustrations for me this year is because, like, we need Poole – to be at a certain level for us to win a championship again, right? Whether you yeah. think it's possible or not, like we're not going to be able to do that if we had like the scuffling, you know, three for 12, whatever shit, you know? Yeah. I mean, and that's, I keep meaning to repeat this. Like he has the most thankless job on the Warriors because he's just always compared to Steph Curry just always like no matter what he does it's like oh that's cool it's like Steph but you know who else is like Steph Steph um and so it's like you know they are five above 500 in games Steph has sat and that's predominantly because Poole can carry the offense to keep them from falling off a cliff um and when he hits these highs like he does have all-star potential you know it's he can get to like the Jamal Murray and the maybe even a Donovan Mitchell level at times when he wants to. And it's just like, you know, it's, it, he's just, it's just always going to be unfair that we compare him to Steph in some ways. Yeah. And I think his, his mistakes are so like highlight worthy mistakes. Like it's like, he just sure. trips over the lines on the court or like, he's like fucking do it, just doing whatever. Um, but yeah, I, one thing that I do like, Poole's fighting, at least in transition on defense, yeah. a little bit of like Russell Westbrook fake hustle kind of stuff. But like if, if your team is going in transition, you're going a little too quick, he's going to be lurking for that pass, which is like an improvement from doing nothing. So I don't know. I, I, the thing about him too is like I don't really mind the crazy shots to, so much. It, it, it's the out of control stuff, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's the defense. What are we doing on defense? It's the 
dribbling the ball, just kind of into three people or care, just trying to like that stuff. But when he isn't is when he is in control, and maybe it takes a lot for him to get in control because he's just he's so fucking fat. The blow by that on Kawhi was incredible. So I look that third quarter won them the game. <laughs> like that, simply put, that, that won them the game. They totally flipped the game. They were they were kind of dead in the water in the first half, and he won them the game. So, I mean, in the in the VORP, right, in the VORP advance, you can put plus one there. Plus <laughs> one for Jordan Poole tonight. So, I don't know. Appreciate you, Ty. Thanks, Ty. Get our, get our guy, McWalters, up here. Yo, Pastor. yo, yo. Sir. What's up, Sir. my man? Again, Andy, thanks for doing the playback today. Phenomenal. I, I recommend everyone to hop on there. It, it was great time. People were elated throughout the third. It was flashbacks to the great championship teams that would just turn on the, the floodwaters in the third. But what I want to talk about is defense and rebounds. That defensive effort was the type of defense that the Warriors have been known for in the past. And it wasn't led by GP2, who wasn't there today. Um, and it wasn't necessarily led by Dre, although he did a ton of stuff. It was a lot of the role guys stepping up. We saw Kaminga diving in the crowd. We saw Pool of all people diving in the crowd. I saw Tony Lamb not fouling Big people. Tony. You know, Big Tony the Tiger there not fouling people. <laughs> it was great. Um, and, and 11 rebounds for Clay. 11 rebounds for Clay. 11 rebounds for DiVincenzo as well. He, it seemed wow. like every other moment he was getting a rebound. I don't know if they were all offensive. I don't have the stats up in front of me, but it just seemed like he was getting clutch little tip outs. Kamingo was getting tip outs. We just were beating them all over the place. And it wasn't looking like that in the first half. And it just flipped around in the third quarter. And it was phenomenal. And of course, then Jordan Poole went, you know, supernova at the same time, which massively helped. And it was they went ahead. They sold their soul for Russell Westbrook, which means they completely sabotaged their offense. I mean, I said in the playback, when they get, put the white flag, that it wasn't the white flag because they took Russell out. They, they actually <laughs> improved when that happened. And, you know, it's they're, they're screwed up until they cut that guy. And I'm, I'm not even worried about them. And, and for anyone that says they want to play a 60, no, you don't. No, you don't. We can beat Phoenix, too. Phoenix isn't that good. Phoenix, Phoenix can't guard anyone, and we play way better deep. We can shut those fools down. I am not worried about Phoenix. I am not worried about Dallas. I am not worried about Sacramento. I'm not worried about Memphis. And I'm definitely not worried about Denver. We're going to walk through you guys. You guys are all trash. Our defense got found. We found our defense. If that is fully true, and we have the greatest shooter of all time coming back, the whole West is screwed. Thanks, Appreciate you, Nick Walter. That That's like the energy that I like. Wow. That wow. is the energy that I Just like. that till the end special that was great timmy we got some calls yo oh my god what a win um it's so unreal uh but anyways i called to uh mainly say about like these four players that i uh just love watching in pain you know when they lose to the warriors and they're like this face looks like they're crying uh russell westbrook being one, um, James Harden, Chris Paul, LeBron James. Uh, who am I missing? And sometimes Paul George too. <laughs> so the four, the four, I love the four watching those guys pouting and just, uh, just let's go Warriors. I think we can make it to the finals. I really believe that this team is coming in uh, together in the right time. So thank you for taking my call. Good. Andy, you agree with me? Like, I know, like, Jaw talks a lot, and I just like, I kind of laugh. I'm like, I, no. And 
I, I need the classics. I need I need a CP3 meltdown. I need oh. I need some James Harden shenanigans. Oh, um, you know, you know, little Russell Westbrook scowl and turnover. You know, like it, it, maybe maybe I'm old. Uh, maybe you're old too. Yeah. But like I just can't. You know, with John, I'm just like. Get away. Yeah. We need the classics. Here. It don't hit the same. You know, it don't uh, hit the same. <laughs> need a little LeBron. I need the LeBron, like, just real serious, like, dapping, dapping up the Warriors at the end of a finals loss. You know, just like, you know, but he's not happy, and he's walking out down 20. Walking out, walking out with a cast on, yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. other things. It's like, you know, I would have won, but, you know, everything was broken. So, you know, I just punched the wall <laughs> or something. Oh, just. Just play the hits. <laughs> play the classics. Next one. Okay, we've got. Five minutes left to play in this fourth quarter, and it's like benches have cleared. We've got a Moody sighting. Thank goodness to let him get some, uh, you know, jitters out, I guess. But what a way to come back after being 11 down. This is just amazing. This is just amazing. And what a time. What a time. We are getting Stephen Curry back, what, on Sunday? And look at us playing. Okay, guys, have a wonderful show tonight. Good night. <laughs> I miss Karima calling in. That's the one thing I really miss about the Spotify lives, like the the regulars who check in almost every night. Karima, yeah. Mikas, Mikas, come drop a line. Come on, man. <laughs> um, you might think you mean something else. Relax, relax, relax. Timmy, cut that one out. Get that one out. Of <laughs> Appreciate the call, Karima. Oh, I missed the, the I missed the good, just happy call. You know, I miss happy calls, man. Let's keep it I going. I do too. Let's I keep do it too. Going. This is Drake calling from DC. I love the show. Um, I'm calling during the end of the third quarter when we went on the big run with Jordan Poole. So I hope we actually win this game. But after three quarters, there's a few things that I've figured out and come to a conclusion with. There's number one, PBJ is better than Jermichael Green. We should just give him all of those minutes. Um, Kaminga should be playing Lamb's minutes, even though he had a three. He should be playing Lamb's minutes. And I feel like, what's that saying? Like, there's only two things guaranteed in life, death, taxes. And I think we could add a Jordan Poole heat check three after he makes one three. I don't understand why he just heat checks it automatically after just making one three. Love the show. I, Hope we I, win this game. But just thought I'd make that comment. Oh come on! He that the, of the of the one time he gets to do it. Tonight is the night. You know, I, I hey you you get twenty plus in a quarter. You can take your heat check. Anything you want. Um, Anything you want. Let's talk Baldwin real quick. Um, first off, he the, the broadcast says six eleven, and seeing him next to Nick Batum. I'm tempted to think he might actually be that tall. Like I, I've seen him in person. He's, I thought he was loony size. He's apparently grown. Like the dude is huge. He's playing five for the Warriors at some point. Maybe it might take two years for his body to fill out, but he's, he's going to be loony with a three point shot. You know, uh, uh, he might be, he might be that five that they, they wanted who could do things offensively and, and be like the high IQ passer and everything. He, so he has to be a five because he's super slow, but he's super smart. You can tell he knows where he needs to be defensively, but he's horrible defensively because he's not strong enough and he's not quick enough. So I do well, that's, think it, that's fixable because he's 19, right? Yeah, so he yeah. gets bigger, he gets stronger, he's going to get faster. And again, like we were told that his ankle was all messed up too. So like, I'm sure that's part of it. So this offseason is going to be super important for him, but you're right. Like he, he is going to be a five in his career and a super valuable one. 
I, like I, I look at Brook Lopez. Now I'm not, I'm not comparing it, but I'm saying like Brook Lopez. Oh, that's a good, that's a good comp. Like in terms of like, by the way, really underrated all around player. Like he again, became like a super yeah. underrated three and D big man, and I think that's what you know. Maybe Baldwin, you could, you're, you, you're not going to tell Baldwin as a kid that's so highly rated. You're not going to tell him like, hey, be Brook Lopez, who's kind of a role player, right? But like that's who you could become. Like as multi-time all star though, you know. But he was but, an all star when he was like a post guy, like Brooklyn Nets. Sure, sure, sure. Right, like not not who he is now. But he, I would argue he's a better player now than he was back then in terms oh, totally. of impacting winning. And so that's someone I would think of your ball win because you're, you're going to be seven feet tall, it sounds like, and you're going to be able to shoot threes and you can protect the rim. And he's super smart. Yeah, that's I my was, type of player. You know I love me some ball win. I was thinking Otto when they drafted him was yeah. a, a attainable upside. Like – if things break right, and that might be selling it short with him. Um, I mean, there's a reason he well, was supposed peak to peak on him. There's a reason he was supposed to be a top five pick. He had a nightmare year, good gamble by the war. In some ways, it's like Looney. Looney was supposed to be a lotto pick, injuries, hip stuff, and then he re, you know, he falls to 28, 29 overall and uh reinvents himself. But it's like the guy can clearly play. There's a reason he was so highly rated. Um before his like nightmare year in college. That's that's a swing you got. Like that's a great swing. I mean, the yeah. Warriors have been taking swings. They took a swing with Wiseman, took a swing with Kaminga, they took a swing sure. with Baldwin. Um, but dude, if they're gonna hit on three late round first picks, like Poole, Loon or Looney, Poole, and then Baldwin, I mean, Looks like, yeah. I mean, yeah, you like, can't be mad about that. Cannot. Not at all. That's that yeah. that's positive. All right, let's keep moving. Miss on the number two, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, boy, Mika, if you're right. calling in the middle of like a twenty-one and five run, third quarter, you. Warriors are up. Man, if JP can eliminate heat checks out of his offense, dude is nice. Because outside of Kaminga and Steph, and even Kaminga isn't quite there, dude is the only guy who can actually attack the basket. I, I got to give him credit. He's had a great game. He's a bad defender, but if he's going to intercept passing lanes like how he has been tonight, fine. Uh, can we talk about, one, the refereeing problem the NBA has? Because it's really fucking ridiculous. It's awful to watch the game, and especially as a Warriors fan, it's miserable. And two... I brought this up almost uh, the last time that I called, but I really think this has shown that Clay could truly be a number one option on his own team. I know the question, Ooh. he he never gets thought of as like a star who could, who could do that, who could carry a team in offensive load, but the dude is rebounding his ass off lately. He's playmaking better than he's ever playmaked in his life. And he's like averaging 27 points a game on like unreal efficiency. I, I've just been so happy seeing a dude off of an ACL and Achilles tear looking like how he has. Hope they win. They're up two right now with 15 minutes to play. But, man, go Dubs, baby, forever. Go Clay Thompson. Also, guys, sorry, I got to call back because, I, you know, I'm six feet <laughs> deep and we're only in the third quarter. But let's we got to start being one of the bigger foul rifters. Underrated one because he's quiet and, like, likable. And also, the Clippers just don't move me, guys. Go in on the Clippers. Even if they beat us tonight, we're up eight right now. We the Clippers don't we move did. me. That's not a serious team. That's not, that's not a team to be threatened by. Love you, boys. Wow. That's a lot of good stuff. I'll tell you this about Clay Thompson. We talked about it earlier. Um, I don't know if he could be been a first option or not, but he is an elite competitor and a guy I want on my team when it matters. Like, do you would you rather have Clay Thompson at their peak? Clay Thompson or Russell Westbrook? Yeah, come on, come on. Come on. Don't ask me that. Don't what about Clay Thompson or James Harden? Don't ask me that. You know what I'm no, saying? Like, and, and you can make the I mean, Hard, those are MVPs. Those are guys who supposed to could run an offense and do certain things. I'm not sure you can win a title with them. So give me the guy who I know can, who I know I can trust when it's game six, game seven, that sort of stuff. Be, I mean, perfect way to end the show today too. And I'll throw you another one. I, I just look how his game is aging. 
uh, again, like I'm going to go back to this. Look, look, watch, look at the Clippers. Look at Paul George. That's a guy I probably would have taken over Clay. That's probably. I mean, he's he's been more dynamic, you could say. But I'm watching the game tonight, and and, and I'm like, holy shit, Clay gets to the rim better than Paul George. Clay yeah. shoots better than Paul George. It, those guys aren't. Neither of them are great defenders anymore at this age of their career. So, Smart, but yeah, you know. So, uh, Clay Thompson, man, just shout out to Clay Thompson coming back from these injuries to be this special. Him, Draymond have carried the Warriors through this stretch. Jordan Poole won the game tonight, so the Warriors got one more tomorrow before Steph is back. Sam, if they win that one, they they sweep the homestand. So, what a time! What a time to be a Warriors. By the way, Clay has played more games than Paul George this year, which is phenomenal. Just think about given everything he's been through for two years. Really, really impressive stuff. All right. Appreciate it, everyone. We'll be back.